Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, I'm Julie Voris, and I want to see you in Indiana on February 25th, 2017. I'm bringing Sean T. back to Indianapolis because it's more than just a workout. It's more than just motivation. It's an experience, and you need to be in the room. Go to julievoris.com for tickets. Join us on February 25th at the JW Marriott downtown Indianapolis for an experience that could just change your life. Be in the room, feel the energy, and open your heart to the possibility. It's more than just exercise. It's life, and on February 25th, It's an experience, and you need to be there. See you in Indiana on February 25th. So today we're coming from Charlotte, North Carolina, here with the Dance District New Year event. Give it up, Charlotte! And so everything we talk about here is really to inspire and instill motivation from within. That's in every room I walk into. And if you follow me on Snapchat, that's even in my house, even though Scott and I are ridiculously out of control most of the time. But, um, but it's about being real. And that's what today is about. So I say that to say you can ask any question. I just ask that if someone shares something in this room, we keep it in here. You know, we keep it as a family. Be open. Um, but I only have one rule, really, which is if you ask a question, then you must really want the answer. And I'm only going to tell you the truth. Okay, so that's how we start. So Anna has the mic. I'm going to open this up just from the floor so we can kind of get this moving so I can talk to you directly and answer your questions. Hi, Sean. This is Lee from China. And it is, I, I think before saying anything, is how insanity transformed my life completely. And I think I, I started with... Uh, Insanity, and then I skipped T25, and I skipped size. But I, but I am working on Insanity Max 30, which is, I want to say, not only you're making impact domestically, but you, you're transforming people's lives internationally. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So. And congratulations, and thanks for coming. So with all the programs that you created... Do you think today that you would define yourself still as a fitness creator to create those programs just because you want people to fall in love with fitness or you just give fitness a brand new definition 
So people start to understand fitness. This word is beyond what we can look up in the dictionary. Thank you. Um, it's actually an amazing question because I consider myself a fitness motivator, but I did give fitness a brand new definition. And if you really focus, it's more about mental fitness because physical fitness is so. It's amazing, right? It's amazing. I know people want a six-pack, and I know you want to lose weight. It is really, really fantastic. But when I realized that I wasn't going to look the same next year as I did, ten, or this year as I did ten years ago, today or not today, but this month marks the ten-year anniversary from when Hip Hop Abs first aired on TV. And and if you look at me today, if I do a before and after, maybe I'll do that little throwback Thursday from my Hip Hop Abs thing. But if you look at me, I, I mean, I look different, right? I mean, I look, I'm, you, of course you know it's me, but I look different. But when I realize that the one thing that's going to stay constant, the common denominator is your mind. That's the thing that has to keep on going because your body is going to change. You're going to look different today, tomorrow. It's, it's inevitable. We age. And, of course, people are like, oh, my God, you look so young for you. Not me because I got these grays down here. But, of course, people are like, you know, you look young for your age, and that's fine. But for me... Of course, I look in the mirror and I want to look good, right? This is, of course, this, I mean, hello. I want to look good for me. I mean, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, the power comes from your mind. And so when people ask me, you know, what is your occupation? I have a really hard time because I don't want to say I'm a fitness instructor, but I say I'm a fitness motivator because your mental fitness, I'm telling you, if you train your mind just as hard as you train your body, you will there'll be so many things that you'll, be, you'll find strength in that won't bring you down as if you go to the mirror and the first thing you do is you look at the thing that's bad about you, right? You don't necessarily look and focus on the things that are beautiful about you. You find your faults. And so our mind goes into this negative space. But if we mentally find strength, then our mental fitness will become more powerful. And so that's why I appreciate the question because I love fitness, but I actually hate working out. Like, it is annoying. It's so annoying. Like, but here's why. I'm just being honest. Like, just being honest. The reason why I created Insanity and Asylum and Insanity Max 30 Friday Fight Round 2 is because, I'm going to tell you why. I actually don't like working out unless it's three things. It's really hard. So that's why the insanity warm-up is, like, deathly. Because I'm like, I got to get into this right away. Obviously, there's science behind it, too. Number two, it's either really hard, really fun, which is what I love. I love dancing, which is really fun. Or it has to be competitive, which is why I love playing sports. They're the three things that motivate me. One of the things that really, um, we can keep it real, right? One of the things that really annoys me about fitness is when, it, when it's like, it's so easy, and you can lose 30 pounds in one week. <laughs> yup, and you're going to feel like crap, and you're going to gain it back. And so that's why Insanity, when I came out with Insanity, I made it so hard. I was like, it's not for a person who's lazy. It's not for a person who finds excuses. It's only for a per- person who wants to take their body to peak physical condition. So when I was raised, my grandfather used to, we used to walk in we used to have this thing we called the pit where it was like these mountains behind our house. They weren't really mountains. They were just, they looked big because I was like this tall. But we used to go hiking in the woods or whatever. And he used to 
lecture me on being in peak physical condition. He never once said, you should, be, you should have a six-pack. You should have this. He used to talk about, you know, when I was the marble state champion. Marbles, right? <laughs> he said when I was the marble state champion, I would make sure that I was in peak physical condition, and that included my mind because I had to focus and concentrate. So his hands was like the size of both of my hands today as a grown man, his head was so, like, his body was so massive, kind of like, you know, if you look at Muhammad Ali, you're like, that looks weird if you ever, you know, because he's so, like, big, but it was never about the body, it was about the entire being, and being in peak physical condition, and that's why your mind and your body go hand in hand, so thank you for your question. I know that was a long answer, but it is what it is. I don't uh, really have a question, I just have a thank you. Um, six years ago, I um, started my journey at 328 pounds, and I didn't know that you had hip-hop abs. I just saw insanity, and I was like, something's wrong with him. So someone, you know, they told me I saw about, you know, hip-hop abs, and that was my fear workout. And so um, I started on my journey, and I told myself when I get to 199 pounds, I will do insanity. So this past November and December, I did insanity. There was no modifications. And it helped me. And, and, it, and I didn't, the, the weird thing about it was because I was stressed out, like mentally or whatever, I ended up gaining 65 pounds. It was weird. But I lost 21 inches. But my biggest um, defeat was I overcame my food addiction. So, like, I, I gave up sweets and everything for those 60 days. So, I just want to say thank you. Oh, That's congratulations. Just- thank you. Thank you. And, and you had the biggest gain slash the biggest loss, which was you were able to beat something, you know. And you said you gain weight, but you still found a way to keep on moving and keep pushing forward, which is why I say never stop and give up on your transformation because – there's always something. There's always something great that's happening, even in the worst moments, right? And so that's what I want to commend you for. And you found a positive from something that could have been, could have negatively taken you off your path. I know. Shanti gets on my nerves sometimes, too. Sean, we have never talked in person, but um, I feel like I've had a hundred conversations with you. You have talked me off of mountains when I got way up too high, and you ski-armed me down mountains while I was crying. You've got me out of water in triathlons when I was in ocean swims. You got a little sassy because you'd say, maybe you should have swam more than four times before coming out here. But it was kind of the... I want Johnny to go faster voice, and so we kept going, and you talked me into a dance class when I do not dance except for today. Um, I've started, but if I hear you, who do you listen to when you're in a physical challenge or mental block? I mean, if we're listening to you, who do you listen to, yourself? So wait, let's hear this out, hear this out, hear this out. Listen to this very closely. When you were in the water, You may have heard the sound of my voice, but you were really talking to yourself. And so my answer to that question is, I hear me. Because anyone, anyone can motivate and inspire. You know, we have so many motivators. You know, there's Tony Robbins, Joel Alstein. There's like these amazing motivators. And they can talk and talk and talk. But if you don't internalize what they're saying, 
And it's not even everything that they say. If you don't internalize the things that resonate with you, then you will let it pass. And when you were in that water, you would have given up, right? So while I love being the voice in your head, you were having a conversation with yourself. And so that's the first answer to that question because the reality is the reason why I'm able to motivate is because I actually attach to my vulnerability. I don't, I've, I learned, it, was, it wasn't always like this, but I had to learn to attach to my vulnerability and not run from it. So if the going gets tough and I'm swimming in the water in a triathlon, instead of saying, oh my God, I can't do this, I can't do this, it's just like, you're going to do this. You're going to push, you're going to go. You know? But then that also goes back to what I was saying earlier. If there's people... You'll hear me talk about my grandfather a lot. I thought he was a nightmare when I was a kid, but I actually love him now. You know, he's a pastor, and he used to, I used to be, like, playing in the pews of the church, but he was, you know, he was talking religion and about God, but it was internalized. I was internalizing in a, in a completely different way that now motivates and inspires me. And so, and then the other side of that is when Serena Williams is on court, while I know her, we've hung out, the whole thing, still, when she's on court, I'm like, Oh my goodness, you know, because of her story and the trials and tribulations that she had to overcome to be on that court, you know. But at the end of the day, even if I'm on the court and I'm in a match, I'm still the one motivating myself because it's not my grandfather literally physically there talking to me or Serena telling me how to hit that next ball. It's do you, yes, come through. Um, I know you want to dance, just hold on. Um, But if you continue to do that, you will continue to thrive. And that's, the, and that's the message about trusting and believing in who you are. Yes, I, you know, selfishly, in a way, I love being that voice in your head. But you have to understand that you're making up that conversation. You're writing your own book. You're writing that passage yourself. So at the end, you can be like, all right, Sean, that's enough. And look in the mirror and say thank you to yourself because you actually transcribed that, that message. So... Thank you for the question, and congratulations for talking yourself off the mountain and and climbing higher. Thank you. Rise and shine. Hey. Happy half day you. So this is a safe space, right? It's a safe space? Safe space. Okay. So I'm going to be honest. You did not transform my life physically. You really didn't. But I had an opportunity to hear you speak in Nashville over the summer. And you, cho- you, you told your story about se- being sexually abused. And I just sat in that row and I just cried because I was a victim of sexual abuse as a child. And I said, wow, look at this guy just sharing his story so openly with no fear of judgment. And so my question to you is, like, I feel like I have a lot of flashbacks where I'm, I'm married and it, it happened so many years ago, but I'm like, I'm like, don't touch me. What do you do in those situations where you're trying to block something out? Like, I feel like I'm going not through a physical transformation, but a mental transformation. I'm like, I'm not that Sharice anymore. I'm not that girl. I'm not there. I'm somewhere different. I'm swinging from chandeliers. What can I do to just put it in the past and let it stay there so here's the thing it's always going to be there so the first thing is understanding what it is so this is a safe space well this is going on a podcast too so whatever (laughs) but when I first started dating Scott right when I first started dating Scott 
And you know, if you like, if you think somebody's good looking, like you pat them on the butt. And I would, when somebody hits me on the butt, I freak out because I used to wake up at two o'clock in the morning from someone touching my butt. Like that's how molestation got started. So someone hits my butt, even to this day, there's still that feeling, and I almost, and then I have to say, I'm not there anymore. So it's not this, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I don't even relate. I'm like, yeah, I've come through. But, <laughs> but you have to know. So, you know, um, my podcast a couple weeks ago, I interviewed my father and father-in-law, and he talked about how your rearview mirror shouldn't be bigger than your windshield. You have to understand that what you see from behind you is there. It's a part of your journey. But the other thing you have to realize is that person that was sexually abused, that was the strongest person. That's the person that got you to today because if you overcame that, that means you were bench pressing 500 pounds, you know? So your strength already happened. Like that is your power. So look at you getting past that and getting through that as your power. The reason why I was able to share my story in Nashville Obviously, I went to therapy, but even going to therapy, there were things I had to actually admit to myself. You know what I mean? I had to admit, how did I get through the molestation? Well, I had to enjoy it because it was four years of hell. So, and I listen, I'm going a little bit crazy, but I'm going to talk to you. So I listened to this podcast. It's called, I forget which one it was because I listened to a ton. But this woman was talking about how she got home from work. She was at, she went outside. It was in the winter time and so it was dark it was like 5.30 or so so she went to her mailbox she got hit over the head boom she found herself in her house tied up and there was a man that was sexually abusing her this happened all night long all of a sudden she gets to there in the woods and he's like choking her and she says to him you know why are you doing this to me in a very soft voice she says you know why are you doing this to me not yelling, not screaming, but she talked to him, and she said that's what saved his life. He was like, oh, my God. It must have resonated like his mom talked to him or something like that. What, what I'm saying is you have to go back to that thing, that thing that is like the worst thing. Be gentle. Be gentle with it. Because if you can understand that your power came from there, you have to be gentle with that. Don't let it define you. Do not let that because your spouse or whoever, if you're in a sexual situation, it's not the same thing. It's completely... I used to say, um, don't be unconscious in a world of illusions, right? Because I did let the molestation carry me. I used to let that define who I was in, in so many different situations. But I can't be unconscious in a world of illusions. It's an illusion what you're seeing in today's time. What you're seeing in today's time, someone who loves you, it's real. But at the end of the day, again, you have to accept the vulnerability, you have to know what it is, and you have to understand that that's in your past. And like my, my father-in-law said, your windshield has to be bigger than your rearview mirror. Don't let this, don't let what happened back there be your future, because it's your past. Okay, yes. And there's so many levels to that conversation, which I totally understand. Um, but if you have time to go talk about it with someone, it will take forever sometimes. It was, I, I went to four years of therapy. I thought I was good. 
I got into a relationship, I was like, holy crap, I need more, I need more, because different situations arise. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Shanti. I love your earrings. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a, a statement first and then a question. Okay. Um, when I came to this country... Um, I, re- I, I had a baby, and I, I, whenever I have a baby, I put on like 70 pounds at least. And so I really gained weight. And so far, I have three children, right? But when I came to this country, am I too loud? No, go. Okay. But when I came to this country, I dreaded going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And then somebody gave me hip-hop apps. Yes. I was like... Shanti is dancing African. <laughs> Why is he calling it hip hop? Boy, you are African. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was the only way I could walk up because I I was dancing hip hop hip hip hop abs, but I was putting my African in it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shanti was dancing African. And that was the only way I could lose my 70 pounds because I'm like, somebody needs to tell Shanti that he has African roots. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad I could come all the way here to tell you. And so after my third child, um, well, I had like eight miscarriages between the second and the, and the third. But every, every time I get pregnant, I put on weight, right? So many people who know, who knew me, they're like, what, how come whenever we, you get pregnant, we see you, you, you balloon up, and then a few months later, you are like this tiny. I'm like, I don't know how to put this, but I've been doing African shanti. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love you. 50 pounds, T25, changed my life. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Um, I broke my foot last spring and burpees. Um, and I'm afraid now. And I, I'm starting to get back where I trust that it's going to be okay. But I've, I've gained 20 pounds back. And so trying not to get go back to that place and know that I'm still strong enough to do it. So I know you had to work through an injury last year. So what, how do you keep yourself mentally motivated when you can't do all those things? I can't do it like I did it a year ago, and that's frustrating. So what do you do to stay motivated when you can't physically do it because it's just not safe, but I also need to get over that fear? Right, so you think that if you can't do the workout how you're supposed to do it, like... So we look at like this is the right day. Excuse me. We look at it as this is the right way to do something and the wrong way to do it. So what I said with my wrist injury, I said if I can't go right, then I'm going to go left, mm-hmm. right? So you can't 
don't, don't stop. There's so many other things. There's so many, so many other things that you could be doing. You can get in a pool. You can ride a bike. You know what I mean? So you don't have to do what your body's normally used to doing or what your mind is used to doing. Don't, I said this earlier at the end of last year, don't, like, become immobile. You know what I mean? Like, just because something happened doesn't mean you need to stop. Okay, you still can move in a different way. This is one injury on one part of your body and you have to find another way. The other thing is, and I think the bigger issue here is that you have to trust yourself. Okay, because that's where, that's, so that, what I just said, that's all kind of like, okay, I can do something else, fine. But it's, it's, more, it's more deeply rooted than that and it's, it's that you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your own strength. You have to trust that you can do it. You have to trust that you can get those results. You have to trust that you can lose the weight again. And you have to go back to how you did it the first time. You might be a little bit older, but take the positives from how you did it the first time, and now you can enjoy some new positives. But you have to trust yourself. When we, a lot of people who start a fitness journey, the reason why they hate on other people, oh, she's too skinny now, she's this, is because they don't trust that they can do it. Like, we immediately start hating on somebody for two reasons. Number one, because we, you know, we don't trust that we can do it. And number two, we have to understand that we ain't never going to look like them anyway. You can have an identical twin. You ain't going to look like them. There's going to be something different about you. So trust that it can happen, okay? You're the same person, but you have to just do it in a different way. But... Do you, I'm asking you, so I'm going to need you to say this. Do you trust at this moment that you can make it happen? I do. Okay. Will you make it happen? I will make it happen. So if I get Anna to take a picture, if I get Tanya or Scott to take a picture of you now, I'm not looking for a fitness weight loss in the picture, you know, because fit has a size. Fit doesn't have a size. It has a mentality. Right. But we're going to take a picture today, and we're going to, take a, we're going, we're going to get in touch with you six months from now. Okay. But the second won't be a picture. It's going to be a video of talking about where you are at this moment. Go take your picture. <laughs> I have one I want to thank you. Um, I started with T25, and um, you saved my life, not physically, but mentally. Um, I'm here. And yes. brought my sister today. I'm glad um, you're here. We're I glad a, you're here. Like hmm? American Airlines, we're glad you're here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, I drove down to my sister's birthday today. This was, she's like, I'm Happy doing birthday, what for sister. my birthday? <laughs> um, my question is not really deep. It's, I teach um, classes. And how do you balance teaching? I teach about 6 to 12 a week. How do you do your own workouts when you do that? Because I, I want, you know, they're not for us, right? They're for the class. But what do we do? How do you fit that in without killing yourself? Show them and move on. Okay. Unless, so if you're doing a dance class, like, do you teach any dance classes? No. Okay. <laughs> so you teach insanity? I teach insanity. Okay, so I'm going to teach insanity today how you should teach insanity. Okay, great. Because I'm like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> you know, like, not, I'm not even trying, I'm not even being like, you looking at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, I used to teach 19 classes a week. And I used to try to be full out. Tanya, remember when we started dancing? I used to be full out and everything. And I was like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. Here's the thing. 
when you teach a dance class, you kind of have to do it, right? Because you're seeing it. But when you teach a fitness class, if it's a boot camp style class or insanity, you show and you move because it's more important. You'll always have those front row people that know. That's why I have my lovely friends and family on stage because I'm like, they know what I need to do it for. I'd rather, I'd rather spend time motivating you because this hour or 45 minutes or 30, this is about you. This is about your class. So if you have people in class who do come a lot, you show the move and you give them what they need. They don't constantly need to see you moving. What they need to know is like, what they need is the minute they're on like power jump number six to try and get to number seven. So if you, if you, mo- if you start going into your classes being like, I'm gonna be a motivator, not a model, you know? Motivator, not model, and that's how you get through it. Hey, what's up? How are you? My Good. question is, how can you, me as a person, as a friend, continue to motivate someone who constantly is down on themselves and is beautiful on the inside and on the outside and never sees that in herself? Okay, so this is the best thing you can do. Are you ready? I'm ready. You can continue to lead by example without telling them what you're doing. Let them hit rock bottom and begin their new foundation. See, the problem is when we have spouses or family members and we try to say, you need to work out, you need to work out, you need to work out, you need to work out. Every time you say you need to work out, guess what you're doing? Layer, 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 layer. You're building a bigger barrier between you and that person. But if you just do it, they already know what you're doing, what you got to tell them for. Now, this person Uh Oh, here we go. No, it's not that. This person is amazing and does everything beautifully and works out and is fantastic on the inside, on the outside, but doesn't believe you when you tell her how amazing she is, how amazing she looks, how hard she tries, and it all is paying off. They don't, she never sees it. And she's amazing and just doesn't see it. It's right there. She just doesn't see it. Right. I just want to encourage and keep telling her, it's there, you're there, you're amazing, you're beautiful, and let her just say, thank you, it doesn't come. Right, so let me ask a question to the crowd. How many people get compliments and they're like, no? <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing. They, she has to believe it, and that's the only thing. If she's, if she's doing it, she's doing it, she has to believe it, but a better question is, how are you doing today? It, it, a compliment does, goes nowhere sometimes, right? If you say, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You look nice in that dress. Your body's amazing. And they're like, oh no, okay. How are you doing today? Let's go have coffee. What's up? What's happening? What's going on in your life? Okay. Maybe she has told you. you know, maybe, maybe she has, he or she, I don't know. I think it's a she, has told you. But you know, like, go deeper. Go deeper with that person because... Physically, it's so, like what you look like is so shallow. It just really is. Because there are people, like I say, fit doesn't have a size, it has a mentality. There are people who, I'm going to say someone who owns their plus size. Coach Toolin, I'm not sure if you see her on stage with me before. She owns her plus size. And I asked her to modify. She's like, yeah, but you know, I can do high impact too. You know what I mean? Like, this person has to own whatever is happening with them. Like, and, and know where it is and where it's coming from. Know how deep they can go. So be, start another conversation. You know, sometimes a compliment isn't what it is. What can they do that they're not showing you that they can do? Okay. Or what's happening in their mind that they're not telling you what's happening in their mind? Okay. Just telling them that they look great. So, 
You know, I don't mean that in a, in a mean way. I'm like, because if it's a, it's a, if it's a friend and you really care about that friend, it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with working out. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Like, what are your goals for yourself? You know, if it gets that far. Okay. You know, just I be do. a friend. Thank just you. Just be a friend. You All seem right. like you're a great friend. <laughs> so this is our speed round. Okay, speed, speed round. Quick, quick question. I know that Scott loves popcorn. How do you... How do you overcome when you're hanging out with your friends? I know you're not drinking right now. How do you overcome choosing discipline and choosing the right foods when you're surrounded with popcorn? Right. So I don't let anyone else define me. So you have to go into it. Like, you know, I said I love being, I love being competitive. I'm just like, so. Or if I feel like I really want to have a drink, I just make up my own. I'm like, okay. Like the server comes over and I'm like... All right, so, like, the other day we were in L.A., and Alex and Scott were having wine. Smart asses. And then, so I said to the the waiter, I was like, okay, I got y'all. I said, how can you make me a virgin Moscow mule? Because most of the reason, I don't even like drinking, to be honest. Like, I'm not one of those people that like to get drunk, but I like to feel like I'm doing it. That's what I realize about myself. (laughs) So then I just create a little drink that makes me feel like I'm in it, because I don't like feeling the buzz anyway. Or when it comes to food, I'm like, what I do with Scott, honestly, sometimes I'll have it. But most of the time, I'm just going to snap him doing it. I'm like, you want to see how crazy you look? But, but it's fun. Like, the real honest question is, that's him. That's their body. If they want to enjoy it, let them enjoy it. That doesn't mean you have to do it too. Okay? Be strong. Yeah. All right, quick next question. Quick Sean, do you plan on doing a program for kids? Good question. I have something in my mind that I want to do with kids. I kind of asked Beachbody about it. It didn't go anywhere. Not in a mean way. It just hasn't gone anywhere, but I have an idea. So hopefully what I want to do for kids comes out sooner or later. No. Oh, tell them to do Insanity. Child, please. (laughs) Insanity aside, just do it with them. Okay, but tell them to work out on his own. Stop being lazy and dig deep. That's how you talk to the kid. Okay, my question is, you have a busy schedule. You're going places all the time. However, like, how do you keep the tension, the anxiety, the stress, you know, all of that stuff out of affecting your personal relationships? Oh. Like with Scott and the people who are there with you every single day. Like, how do you not bring that into your house? I say, is that the end of your question? That is, okay. that's it. I say to Scott, I'm very stressed and very overwhelmed. I just say it, you know. So you just like instead of instead of right. Vulnerability is the key to freedom. Remember that, because what I used to do is be stressed and lash out. Be stressed, ugh. Be stressed and be mad, and because it's never the thing, it's the thing. So if I'm up front, like I'm very stressed. Like we were driving in a car three about three weeks ago, and I was like. Oh my God, I'm very overwhelmed right now. And he was like, why? I was like, I'm overwhelming myself. Why? Because I have all this stuff going on, and I'm, it's like my creativity is taking over my brain. Me and creativity on my to-do list is taking over my brain. But the minute I said what it is, then I have to say, okay, now I have to get through what it is. I literally have to do this in my mind. I used to have to do it on paper, but now I can do it in my head. So we were in Chicago, and I had to film Steve Harvey, and then we had to fly to this place, and I had to do something else, and and it's my mind and my body, and my knees are sore, and my back hurts, and this whole thing. 
But instead of taking it out on him, being like, don't talk to me. I'm very stressed. I'm going into a corner and I'm not talking. I'm like, I'm stressed. And sometimes he listens, but I'm like, you don't even got to listen. I'm just going to talk. So listen to the podcast about the hip-hop dancer and crunchy singer. So they talk about in the podcast where they say, I need my best friend right now, not my husband. So you solidify what it is because it takes that emotional state out of it. And so actually we had a business thing happen the other day and I was in a hot tub like jamming to my music or whatever. <laughs> this was that day. And then Scott walked up to me and said, okay, I need my best friend, not my husband right now. You know, because then it, it changes the conversation. So there's two ways. I like that way too. But sometimes I just like to talk. So I'll close it out like that. Okay, don't put the pressure on your spouse or don't put the pressure on your best friend because it's not theirs. They can support you. They're a support system and a tool. Nobody needs to solve my problems. They can help me come up with the equation to solve it, but I need to solve the problem myself. I'm the solution. Trust and believe. And that, set, and that, goes, and that goes in closing for today. Whether you're about to do insanity or whether you just finished dancing with me, you are the solution. You have to come up with your own equation to how you're going to get to point B, then C, then D, then E. And once you get to Z, if you're still alive, guess what? You have to go to double A, double B, double C. And when you get to double Z, guess what? You got to triple it down. Because life is a journey, not a destination. So for people who need to lose eight more pounds or for people who need to accept and not continue to look in the rearview mirror or if you just need someone to talk to, just remember, there really is no end game. The game always starts right now and you have the tools to solve every single equation in your life. But at the end of the day, you have to trust and believe in right now. You have to believe. How many people feel pretty good right now? Okay, but wait. If you raise your hand and you feel pretty good, the next question I'm going to ask you is why? Because I just finished dancing. Because I made a commitment to work out. Because I just heard something. You know what? Every day, there's a successful moment in your life. And, then, and initially, I would challenge you to write it down. Because if you write it down, you will, have, you will finish out 2017 with 365 successful moments that when you start to feel bad, that you can go back to. And I talk about that on my, my new website. The, and, um, I have a Shanti's training camp where I take you through 30 days. And I talk about that a little bit. But what if you stop focusing only on the negative and you built up the positive if you built up the positive, when you get to a plateau, you're going to have all these tools to help you climb that mountain, to help you continue to climb that rock. You know when you climb a rock, you always got to have three parts of your body on the rock, right? But instead of having one on, and we're used to having, like, making the negative thing, if you only have one arm up, it's going to be really hard to climb. But if you finish out the year with 365 positives that can help you hold on and get to the top, you will have an amazing, transformative 2017. And I trust and believe in who you are. Thank you guys so much. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I want to give a huge shout out to Todd Midget, a.k.a. NC Fit Club, Alex Colorado, my lovely production manager. They do a great job with loving up on the podcast and making sure that it gets out to you so that we can all stay motivated and relevant. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome.